Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for staying with us with Breakfast with Lindley and Ryan. Now, in Mind Your Business, this morning, when the COVID pandemic was raging in 2020, much of the world was in lockdown and more people turned to online shopping. I, I was shopping online nonstop, Ryan. <laughs> Don't know about you. But one Indonesian millennials beauty startup went ahead to expand their business offline, bucking the trend. Growing from just two brick-and-mortar stores in 2019 to 10 times more by the end of 2021. And the reason being, they saw it as the right time to prepare to make sure that after the pandemic, they can serve more and more customers. Yeah, I was scratching my head around (laughs) this fact because as you imagine, during the pandemic, you'll be staying at home, wearing masks. Did you need that much makeup so to expand at such an aggressive pace? That is, wow. Well, I think bold. there's a feel-good factor, you know. It's all doom and gloom during pandemic. You can't go out anywhere. You know, there's nothing wrong you know, with trying to look good for yourself and your, for your loved ones or you're being cooped up at home. <laughs> I guess you look good for your Zoom calls. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, with such growth, the company also received over 60 million US dollars in an investment round led by Tomasic and L. Catterton. They also credited the total funding to over 220 million US dollars to date to its sustainable growth during the pandemic. And you know how many million users they have as of 2020? How many are we talking about? Lynn? 42 million users. Well, it looks like they are well on their way to perhaps one day becoming a unicorn. Yes. Uh, and with that, we are joined now on the line from Indonesia, Christopher Madiam, co-founder and CEO of Social Bella. Welcome to the show, Christopher. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Now, first, let's talk about what's different about your business. What's behind the name Social Bella and what were you hoping to achieve with this? Okay, so basically we start the company back in 2015 as a single e-commerce company uh, focusing on the beauty and personal care. So back then, I think the original vision of the company is just we want to be the trusted platforms because uh, back in 2015 when the e-commerce is not as booming as today, right? It's not as normal mm-hmm. as today. There's a lack of uh, trusted platforms, especially in Indonesia, and we want to be one of them. That's how we started. And the name Social Bella is actually coming from... Bella is means beauty in Italian. Mm-hmm. Right? And social is means social. So we then thought that beauty is, is a social thing that we need to share because we, we understand that people like to share, people like to, you know, um, talking to people about what they buy. They like to uh, suggest to the people about, about what, what they are using as well. So I think this is the, the idea behind that. We want to be like a social platform in order to counter to become one of the trusted platforms, starting from Indonesia, but now I think we also want to be in Solidarity as well. Yeah, Christopher, you've um, really come a long way. You started a company with two co-founders. One of them was your sister. So let's talk about how that evolved from your initial vision and over time how it grew and developed. What is different from where it started and where you are right now? Yes, I think it's very interesting. I guess uh, seven years ago, like I mentioned earlier, we were originally started only as an e-commerce company, focused on the e-commerce, focused on the online. But then um, along the way, the way that we learn and the way that we understand our customers, it makes us giving uh, giving more solutions, uh, giving more uh, things to do, for, uh, things to, to help our customers solve the problems, right? So then along the way, we have been growing until now. So now we we are we have been evolving from a single e-commerce company focused on beauty and care to be a complete ecosystem, not only beauty. But 
talking about also we are now in the mom and babies in the Singapore. Wow, it looks like you've been keeping busy and maybe adding more to your plate these days. You've just taken over the CEO role this week as part of a major transition, right, at Social Bella. What's yeah. going on here and what's at the top of your to-do list? No, I think it's more like because the company has been growing quite uh, big in the last especially the last three years in the pandemic, right? So there's a lot of things that we need to uh, restructure ourselves in a much better efficient way as well. So my, my co-founder is still around, like he's still uh, be advising the company. It's more like uh, to structure the company in, in a such way that we can move even faster because the last three years, we have been enjoying very tremendous growth. And then we are not, not only in one country, but we are in uh, Vietnam as well. Mm. And then with the amount of business that we have today, sometimes we, we feel that we also need to adjust ourselves in order to be able to keep up with the, you know, with the growth of the company. And then uh, with the people, um, we also need to also enhance our team to have much more talent and people as well to help mm-hmm. us to grow the business to the next phase of the, of, of the company, right? Yeah, Christopher, talking about growth, um, one of your recent funding rounds, investment round that by Tomasic and El Ketitin was to the tune of nearly $60 million. Wow. So let's talk about that. What is the money going towards? Um, when you look at that, also, how, how is it to raise the money in the backdrop these days, no? In the past few years, we've been seeing a lot of risk appetite being sapped with what happened in the backdrop with uncertainty in the markets and also uh, just generally interest rates going up. People have been not that optimistic about things. That's true. That's true. I think uh, this is the world that we are living in today, right? I mean, the last two years ago, we were we were wake up with the pandemics, and then after the lockdown, and we need to adjust everything, and and suddenly now we are living in the world of the high inflation. That's mm. very interesting, actually. <laughs> but I think for us, right? I think we were, we were just lucky that in a way that we managed to be able to identify the needs of the business correctly. Like uh, for example, like what you mentioned earlier, right? During the uh, before the pandemic, we only have two offline stores, uh, but then as of today, we have more than 50 stores in Indonesia. And and then we also have 13 stores in Vietnam. So in total, we already have 63 stores uh, across the countries. So that is kind of like a different way of thinking um, from many of the companies uh, when during the pandemic. And we also not only expanding inside our business, but we also expanding to another country. Right? And those are all being done during the pandemic. So now the main use of the fund definitely is to help us uh, to fund, you know, to, with the reopening of the economy. I think we are very excited to see that so many people now coming back to shop offline. It's not that the online is on, but it's more like I think there's a lot of need from these people before, because before they just can't stay at home right now we call it as a, like a revenge shopping <laughs> so then mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that is going on very interesting um, and then uh, we also need to you know to find our next set of growth where actually just before um, all of these stores we never reached the potential because of the lockdown because of the situations right so then this year we believe that this is the time for us to really be able to capture to, you know to capitalize the market to be able to serve more customers and then definitely we need more fund in order for us to fund that you know the growth of the, the company whether it's going to be the fund in inventory or funding the growth, uh, opening more stores, mm. as well as you know, um, doing all the marketing and, and branding as well. Okay, with this funding, what impact do you expect it or hope for the funding to have in terms of your growth and future of the company? Any plans to come here to Singapore? Definitely. I think in the Southeast Asia, it's become a very interesting market for us. Um, but now, now it's just more like which one is the priority, right? At the end of the day, we do have a lot of things in, in our hand right now. At the same time, I think with the current financial situation, I think we also need to be wise in terms of deciding which one to prioritize but all in all right I think we, we were like I mentioned earlier we were just lucky that in a way that we managed to invest in the right thing before the financial crisis happened in a way so then now it's, it's, it's the biggest form of how to grow in the best way to capitalize what we have invested in
growing, so we, we don't really need to invest a lot more because we have been growing quite strong the last two years, right? And then just how can we optimize all the things that we already have, all the infrastructure that we have built in order to be able to uh, serve our customers better. All right, we're Christopher Mariam. He is the co-founder and CEO of Social Bella, a startup that's backed by Tomasic and Al Ketterton. Now, Christopher, what's going to be the focus for your products? Because uh, you have the option to, in some cases, start with your own brands or you can resell other brands. So I'm just wondering as well, your unique selling proposition. What makes people go to your store? I think it's the, it's the platform. So I think we always focus on become the platform of the industry because when we start, we, all, we see that the need of the beauty and personal care, especially in Indonesia, was big. And then the consumption rates in Indonesia was the lowest, or one of the lowest among all the countries in Southeast Asia. It's, we are, in Indonesia, we are like very far compared to Singapore in terms of the uh, consumption per capita for the beauty products. So in that case, and what we see that is lacking off from this industry is actually the ecosystem or the platforms that enable uh, all the brands to be able to grow in a healthy way, in a sustainable way, right? So then we see that, okay, retail has become one of the main problems. That's why we start with the retail online. And then after that, we branch out to the uh, offline as well. And then we also see there's a lot of need for education in order to be able to explain the use of the products. Because as you know, right, uh, the beauty industry has been growing very fast. Almost every month, there's going to be a new SKU, new brands. So then um, there is need to be a media in order to be able to communicate the proposition of the brands. And that's also, that's also when we start the media business as well. And at the same time, we also see the need of to serve the fragmented market, especially in the country like Indonesia and Vietnam, in a way that we also need to build the whole retail ecosystem to serve all of this B2B. Okay. Uh, talking about the mom and pop stores and all the other stuff. So I think this is all in all right. We have been building the, this all retail and media as well okay. in, in order for us to be able to push the products to the right customer. Christopher, we're running out of time, but very quickly, mm-hmm. I'm sure technology is enabling that ecosystem to happen. What role do you see technology, especially AI, playing in the future of your business? And how are you incorporating it into your strategy? Yes, I think that's very interesting right now. Now will become one of the hottest topics that is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been using this since beginning from all of the simplest simplest things for example to help a customer in the customer like as, as a tech block to help some of the simple needs like uh, where's my orders right until uh, identifying the needs of our customers through their uh, skin profile as well as the previous purchase behavior and nowadays we, we even use that to help us to forecast to be able to identify the right level of the inventory because now we have a lot of footprints in terms of the offline as well and inventory becomes much more important for us to be able to manage in the, in the right level using AI in across all of the channels actually. Okay, thank you very much Christopher for your insights uh, into your business Social Bella. Christopher Madiam there, co-founder and CEO of Social Bella. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.